welcome back to Let's XP Geek and Gaming. This is episode 72, where we are going to be reviewing my pick. That's Mondo, my pick of games, which is Army of Two tonight. Uh, joined with me tonight are my fellow little homies, the fellow old men, I should say, per our uh, X, X post earlier today. We've got Todd. We've got Steve. Hi. How's it going, Army of Butt? Army of Butt. Well, you know... <laughs> If we combine all our like medical procedures over the last month or two, we're definitely oh up God. there in like the 78, seven year old age groups between Steve Salem, fucks. fucking curse, mm-hmm. my random shit, Mondo's typical weird stuff. Yeah. It's not cool. Yeah, man. We're all <laughs> fucking getting, we're all deteriorating. <laughs> but it started with Steve. So, yeah. yeah you dared go to the US and bam. It's not again. the US, it's Salem. Yeah, Salem especially. Salem is like who cursed man. you? Who cursed you? Which witch out there? So cursed it's you? funny. Uh, all of them. On this trip, I, I was no, talking to it. Joe, and he's like, "You know what I was thinking? Remember when you guys came, referring to when Todd and I were there with him the first time? It's like, remember I brought you to this place where I told you that people who go there have some kind of curse on them. It's like a, it's the place where the witches were really killed, as opposed to oh. where." people By think the they were yeah it's like a exactly it's like a this wall like this memorial wall <laughs> it is and, yeah it is actually and um yeah it's it's it almost came true right so we all got super sick off that trip yeah and now every time i go to salem i get i get the salem you know sickness so. but you but you never go back to that spot it's just going back into the city right yeah but you know just being that <laughs> environment i guess coincidences yeah and i forgot to tell you mondo last time so i talked about that i went on a tiki cruise while i was there yeah and i was so it was six per cruise so there were joe and sam me my wife and i'm not kidding you you're fucking salem doppelganger with his i'm everywhere dude it was (laughs) scary even even my wife was like my God, it's like we have Mondo on <laughs> on the boat with us. It's like it's weird because she, she's met you too, right? So it was yeah, uh, yeah it was pretty f- funny. So shout out to I think Jason, uh, who's Jason another Mondo uh, <laughs> variant. Oh man, another variant. <laughs> Amazing. Oh man, that is that's hilarious. I want to meet uh, Jason one day. Maybe he'll listen to the show if you didn't plug it to him um, when you were on the Tiki. The Tiki Cruise. <laughs> that actually looks like a lot of fun, man. I mean, I'm not oh one God, for water and boats, but, you know, drinking in boats, I'm sure you'll stop thinking about the water real quick. I mean, that's right where Jaws is filmed almost, right? So Very close, yep. I don't know. And I know how much you love sharks, so maybe it's in your future too, Todd. They can't get you if you don't go in the water. It's foolproof. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, you're going to need a bigger boat. Uh, last, last episode, we recorded for the Sandlot, right? And, uh, I had teased that I was going to meet Wendy Peppercorn herself, and it was successful. I met Wendy Peppercorn, and the interaction was so much fun. Uh, I walked up to her, to her booth, and she looked at me, and I looked at her, and I said, my heart be still. I can't take it anymore. It's been three summers. <laughs> and she started laughing immediately, and I you know, got to chit-chat with her Um but she was really cool. And then uh, when I got her autograph, she looked at me. She's like, do you want me to write you little pervert on there? And I was like, please, please do this for me. Uh, really cool. And still still quite quite the catch. So, um, yeah. Convention was cool. Steve, you like doing the con- uh, the consignment stuff, right? 
I do because uh, I don't get a lot of people come up here to Canada. It's like the same ones all the time. Um, so consignment's really the best way for me to get like the autographs I really want. I get it. I get it's a good um, a good hustle to have. I know they sell pretty well when they get them. But have you guys ever been stuck behind someone who does consignments? Yep. <laughs> oh, it is terrible. Terrible to stand behind somebody who's getting 15 things signed while you just want one. Um, and I don't know how your guys' experiences, conventions have gone in the past. But uh, consignments definitely shot to the top of my list of things that annoy me, um, as well as cutters in line um Cutters, random people dude this guy was in a wheelchair and he just cut in front oh. of everybody and the line was like a hundred and people a hundred people plus for linda blair did he have a fast and pass then, though or something i mean he had one leg so i don't think he was going <laughs> very fast but um, he cut in front of all of Dang, us he did the disneyland me- or disneyland method just got to the front maybe maybe and then some random chick walked up while we were next in line and was like Oh, hey, Linda Blair, can you sign this head like a, like a sculpture of you? So they're sitting there talking, and she ended up pulling out 10 more heads and two life-size dolls. She actually got like 15 things signed. I was so mad, dude. There should be a limit yeah, at could... conventions. Uh, and just for the record, the consignment uh... place I use, they do private signings. They don't do conventions. Yeah, that's do like usually that. what it was, because I've gotten Christopher Lloyd, but it was like a private like they advertised it he was in there for like a couple hours and yeah exactly that's what items whatever that, that's what the big legit ones do like the one i use but there are a lot that also go to conventions that's how it used to be they used to just go to conventions and you pick who you want and, and it, give them you a thousand like, bucks and... it's like that's like 10 bucks over the autograph plus shipping and all that you know so they make 10 bucks per autograph was, uh, uh, you actually. know it was what threw me off was seeing an authenticator there so people yeah, were getting stuff signed now. and then going straight to the authenticator right after. And I was yeah, like, if you want to sell it, what? Right? Yeah, it's, it's just not, not me now. personally. I mean, I'm buying that shit for myself. Yeah, I know. A lot of people are there just to sell. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> uh, well, maybe I'll go buy this Magic the Gathering um, Lord of the Rings and pull the, the, you gotta, you gotta the get fucking ring. You got to get money to get that, dude. Yeah, too late. It was 2.3 in Canada. Million, there's, only, there's only one made of that card, too. So yeah. There was there? Yeah, because that's yeah. the one oh, ring. Sh- it was uh, it was man. Man, it was, it was pulled in Toronto. Yeah, good for, yeah. for good for that guy. I hope he uses and, the money wisely. Yeah, post Malone buy it, right? <laughs> yeah, That's but crazy. you see, like a lot of you know the lottery people, they go bankrupt in fucking ten years. But hopefully he. That's awesome. That's a big get, man. I'm happy for yeah. him. Have you guys ever played Magic wow. the Gathering? Yeah, I played for my kids. Nice. So they so they play. they just announced um, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, wow. which is pretty cool. <laughs> so yeah. you should get I, that mono just for fun. Ah oh, man, I th- I don't I don't know. I mean, it'd be cool to have to collect the art of it, but nice. I have enough books and shit. <laughs> I don't need to add any more little trinkets to it. So yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah, you're a fun game. You're a fun game. Shut up. Ooh, thank you. All right, let's dive into some news real quick. Um, if I miss anything, like always, feel free to chime in and throw some stuff in. Um. One of the coolest things that I think came out this week for news, or at least in the last two weeks since we last recorded, was that PlayStation has come out with an update to disable the wife alerter beep on the system. So now when you're booting up your system and it would traditionally make a beep that wakes up your wife or tells you, what are you doing? You know, uh, you can now mute it or turn it down. You're really going to play games right now? (laughs) You're going to play games right now, really? Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man so that that was uh i know the uh 
gamers, especially PlayStation 5 gamers or PlayStation in general, are going to be super happy knowing that uh, they won't be getting in as much trouble as before and maybe sneak a few minutes in. Um, for those of you who are into anime or gaming, why wouldn't you be if you're listening to this podcast? Um, but there's going to be an anime convention out here in Pasadena in California November 4th and 5th. Um, I... I'm planning on going because a good friend of mine is actually um, a part of this convention. And he has let me know that Jen Taylor, who is the voice actress between behind Cortana, is going to be at his convention as well as Troy Baker. Um, I know, Todd, you met him and had a pretty good experience. And I'm kind of looking to hopefully replicate that and get some uh, stuff signed because I have some cool Last of Us shit that I would love to have him sign for me. Yeah, Troy was really cool, man. And uh, I went to a strictly anime convention one time. The only, well, I've been to like a Comic-Con light one, but the only strictly anime con I went to one time was for Carrie Elwes. And it was different to say the least. I'm not it, an anime person, it is. so it was different. It It is definitely um, super different. Um, yeah. I've been to one before, I think his first one he had, and they had a bunch of Power Rangers. I was like, I'm good. You know, I feel a little bit more comfortable in horror <laughs> because I know at least I can get by as with anime. I'm like anything other than Dragon Ball Z. I don't really yeah, know. There's much. a lot of like cats and stuff walking around. So, Furries. Okay, right. <laughs> Here's your thing. I'm not belittling anybody. It was just a different scene that I'm used to. So. Hey, exactly. Do your thing, people. And if you're in, if you're into Dragon Ball Z, uh, word is that Sean Chamel is going to be there. He's the voice actor um, for Goku and a few few other characters and i need to bring up the other voice actor's name because i can, i think it's chris saban um who's the voice of vegeta let's see yeah christopher sabat excuse me he's the voice of vegeta and piccolo and and several others he's also going to be there too so it's going to be a lot of big heavy hitters that's in addition to naruto cast members um one punch man and all kinds of stuff like that so if you're interested uh, mark it on your calendars anime pasadena november 4th and 5th uh i sent this to you guys privately in our chat before we got on here call of duty modern warfare 3 is dropping november 10th 2023 not sure if xbox will officially have acquired um activision and all this stuff um but todd are you buying it day one or what um most likely because me and my son play that um together online in a private party and we just uh, multiplayer it but um yeah you know i saw a couple people's reasoning for not getting it on the discord and i 100 agree it's it's gonna basically be like a rescan a year later yeah, yeah and the stories with call of duty especially the last two are pretty dang good like they're very they've always been cinematic you know and part three yes. is gonna not be any different so i'm looking forward to it but i do understand people's frustrations maybe they do need to take a year or two off but they will never do that because these make a fuck ton of money every year so why would you Hell as a yeah. developer you know hey, you might not have I mean, to pay for it this year so. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. I, Ooh, by I'm November, hoping you think so? Sorry. Uh, by, by November, maybe. though, that's coming up in like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be. Actually, it's a do or die before like October 25th. I think so. Excellent. Maybe, maybe why that maybe that's why they announced this uh, release date so early because this is kind of like the precursor to hey, it's coming out. Oh, and by the way, what do we say? It's on Game Pass. Ooh. Um. Todd, I'm going to have to sell you some money because I really want you to get this Snoop Dogg ar- operator pack. I, I was saw. playing today and I saw it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I was mean, cracking up. It's like, hilarious. It's authentic Snoop Dogg. 
yeah he the voice acting is funny and he's like says shit like got your back and i'm like what the fuck i turn around it's this fucking snoop dog character i'm like holy shit i thought it was coming from like a parody account or some like off game uh, but no it's a legit operator pack for modern warfare 2 where you play a snoop dog with your blinged out weapons which we'll get to yeah. in this game later on um but i was cracking up i'm like if someone if i don't see snoop dog running around Todd playing as him, I'm gonna be fucking let down, dude. If I if I didn't uh, get the Homelander for twenty bucks, I'm not gonna get Snoop Dogg. But oh, you did buy it? I didn't. No, no, no. If if I didn't oh, okay. get Homelander, I'm not getting Snoop Dogg. But yeah, the the boys update was pretty cool. Black Noir, Starlight, and um, Homelander. It's pretty cool seeing them run around. You didn't you didn't get your namesake in Homelander? Dude? It's twenty bucks, man. I can't I can't buy a cosmetic for twenty. I just can't do it. It's too much money. Oh, I, I wouldn't even think twice. Well, yeah, with your fucking, how much did you spend on like Marvel Alliance or something? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to do with Star Wars. <laughs> we don't talk about it. <laughs> that was a long time ago. That was the old me. <laughs> oh man, and not not that I like doing this, but to end the news on this little bit of a somber note, um, we had some actors recently pass away. Um, some from our childhood that I'm sure you guys have mentioned on your other pod, but for the sake of this one, um, and because what these actors meant to me and to us, I would imagine, um. It hit pretty hard. Our first being uh, Paul Rubens, famously known as Pee Wee Herman, um, who didn't know Pee Wee growing up. Um, the high shoes, the tequila dance. <laughs> yeah, the word of the day. <laughs> I mean, I'll never forget him running to that damn store. Ew, snakes. <laughs> I freaking love Pee Wee Herman as a kid. I, I can't say that I was a devout follower and knew every single thing about him. I was shocked to find out that Lawrence Fishburne was in the show at one point. I don't know how that escaped me. Uh, but he passed away, sadly, after his battle with cancer. Um, and privately, he'd been battling it for six years. So rest in peace to, to Paul Rubens. All right, um, And, and if then... you can't jerk off in a, a sex movie theater, where can else can you jerk off at? You got the raw deal with that one. I, I want to know, Steve, you worked in the industry. Um, not, not in that one specifically, but are these things still a thing? Like, do they still do they still have these things around? Yeah, yeah. They're called these theaters. Shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the the peep show usually has uh, private booths and like open theaters in the same venue. So weird. So it's always been a thing. Okay, so who's been to an open theater? I've not. I've seen it, but <laughs> I never actually. Went. I, never sat, I never sat down. It was too gross. They like I never, me out. And I that, that says a lot. Steve was too get, too busy. Steve was too busy having his buddies get a lap dance with a hooker with her big oh, ass. Oh my god. <laughs> he, he I, still the, th- I still think about that. Uh, um, I was even there. My, my friend who listened to the show, it was his, you know, bachelor party, and he sent me a message <laughs> like, "Oh my god, I remember that." It's so funny. It's so funny. It randomly was that, is it cosmic? Is it cosmic? A, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no comment. comment. No comment. I, I don't want to out the person, but yeah, it's, uh... that sucks. Uh, that but show. It, it, like, it didn't happen cheers. to him though. Like it happened to one of the other guys that was there, but it's still. It's... But do they have like? I'm I'm curious. Do they have concession stands at these? These places too, like can no, I go no. and get a popcorn and ice tea and watch the movie or what? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's just a theater. Like it's it's strictly business. It's strictly business. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Marvel doing like a twenty-four hour marathon, you're watching all the anal campus one through exactly. five in a row. <laughs> well, I could tell you, I could I could barely sit through a two and a half hour movie. I wouldn't last in an hour and a half of that one. <laughs> Probably last two minutes. So <laughs> Probably gone the first ten. Yeah. Um, and our, our last one um, is going to be another RIP. Mark Margolis, uh, famously known as Theo Salamanca in Breaking Bad. But for me, my ding, first ding, introduction ding, was ding. my Ventura? first introduction actually was 
Ventura. <laughs> yeah. There's Satan? animals in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Satan. <laughs> I hear them scratching. <laughs> I love like, that scene was always so funny to me. And when he slams the door in his fucking face, I was like, that dude is mean looking. Uh, but dude. we lost him as well. So he's a he's he's a great villain and like he doesn't Breaking bad. Yeah, I mean when in Federal Call Saul before he gets um Nacho poisons his ass, like he's he's good, but then when like he has no verbal anything and he's got the How face crazy is that? and just yeah. the ding ding ding. He's fucking good, man. So yeah, he's awesome villain. Imagine being on Nacho set. In the face. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna be on set for eight hours, and we need you to act like this. <laughs> like that's crazy, dude. Like he nailed it. He fucking. What did he say when uh, Hank brought him in the DEA and he started doing the the word thing, and he's like, "Like suck my dick" or something like that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Yes. so funny. laughs> Justice for Schrader. Yeah. Oh my God, Hank, best character ever. Oh man. Well, that's it for news for tonight. Unless you guys have anything, did I miss anything? I got shit. Want to bring no, it down? That's no. all, that's all of it, I think. All right. I think this next segment of ours is going to be a little bit uh, juicy uh, this Ooh. week for our what watched, read, and played because I got some good ones. I got one out of left field, but I'll let someone else take it before I go in round robin style, baby. Round robin, it is. Well, go army of butt. Army of butt. <laughs> I don't have any movies. I don't have any books. I don't have any have games. Game. <laughs> ah. No, I've been pl- I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty Zombies, man. They they did a zombies thing for it, and zombies is always fun in those games. Basically, you know, one guy versus uh, it's like a fifteen player lobby or whatever. Endless horde. Yeah, and then you get one guy, and then he starts with a gun, and as soon as he kills his first person, then uh, zombies only have knives and throwing knives after that, and it's just fun, man. Like creating little last stands with random people and fucking each other over by running and then dodging and then kill your friend. Me and my son play it constantly, so that's Call of Duty Zombies. Um, and that's really all I got. The little Todd clone, dude. Yep. Uh, all right, I'll go next. Um, my left field movie of the night. I saw it on TV. I heard some weirdly strange good things about it. So I'm like, well, not why not watch it? It was like five minutes in. And that is Plane with Gerard Butler and Mike Coulter. Basically, the movie is about Gerard Butler, who's a pilot. And uh, Mike Coulter is a convicted or he's uh, he got busted. He got arrested. He's being transported for murder. Funny enough, Mike Coulter plays a French legionnaire in this movie, which really got me going. Cause I was like, Hey, Lionheart, you know him? Uh, it is a really good movie. Basically they lose power in the airplane have to make an emergency landing um, on a occupied Island by these not so good people and chaos and fucking violence and cool shooting and all kinds of shit ensues. And I thought the premise was going to be pretty dumb and basic and the movie was going to be boring I had a wild ride with this. It was so much fun to watch it. Um, I believe it's free. If I remember correctly, it was on Prime. If you're a Prime subscriber, you could watch it for free. Um, but it's definitely worth it. If you want something to watch just for a good time, uh, this movie has it all. Gerard Butler at his best. Um, gore. All the good shit. So that is plain. I give it a four out of five on Letterboxd. Nice. Um, so as far as movies go, I watched a few, but only one that's notable. And that is, I went to see Oppenheimer in theaters. So Oppenheimer, of course, Christopher Nolan's Florence Pugh, you mean the latest hit. Yeah. Florence Pugh. Um, and Emily Blunt. So, 
so yeah so uh you know basic story oppenheimer it's the story of uh, j robert oppenheimer who spearheaded the manhattan project and uh, performed the trinity test which is basically the test of the atomic bomb that he uh he, he dropped in a desert in i think it's nevada or new mexico or whatever uh los alamos wherever that is and um then which led to the end of world war ii of course when they dropped uh, the bombs in japan it just follows i wouldn't say his whole life it follows kind of like when he was a professor up until when he got recruited for the program up to when he get he gets the bomb uh, built and then the kind of the politics after uh, the bomb kind of the fallout of what happened to him uh after you know that whole event and it's a super fucking well-made movie christopher nolan is just he's like an event filmmaker you know anytime he puts something out it's always like a big deal and this is no different this is going to win all the fucking awards especially for acting is it it, yep (laughs) Uh, all the performances are absolutely stellar i mean killian murphy and robert downey jr especially i think are shooting for their uh for their award so uh, yeah definitely go see it my only knock on it is that it focuses too much on the political stuff as opposed to the science and the morality aspect of uh you know kind of what happened i think they do cover those things but a little bit less they focus a lot on the politics after the bomb which isn't as interesting to me like i don't uh, the whole thing is that he got uh like taken out, he they he lost his security clearance, right? That's the big deal. They spent a whole hour about him losing his security clearance. Who the fuck cares? Like you, you've already done your work. Like who cares? Americans care, Steve. Americans, you watch your dirty mouth. Yeah, that was one strike. But so amazing movie and definitely worth watching. Cool. I I actually have stuff. I don't. Oh, do you? Yeah. Look, like no, you go because you didn't have one to begin. I thought you were going to spawn the zombies. I mean, I don't think I have the attention span for it. But it hey, I mean, dude, I know you, you got know. it in, yeah. yeah um, three I watched... hours, no thanks. Three hours, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, I watched the the show Jury Duty on Freebie. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Uh, with James Marston. Is that a real and... show I watched or is it. it just a comedy show? Oh, you did? Did you talk about Steve before? No. I've... Okay. No. It's a, it's a real show, if you believe it, which I think I do. There's some things I'm like, hmm... Um, but yeah, basically the thing is the premise is, um, they pick one guy to do jury duty and they tell him that it's, they're going to do documentary so they can see like what a being a juror is all about. And then every other single person that he interacts with from the hotel staff to the judge, the other jurors, um, to when they go to a restaurant is an actor and they kind of feed him and kind of like drive him to where they want to go. And uh, James Marston plays like himself and he's like an asshole actor and it's just following this guy, I forget his name. Um, through eight or so episodes and then at the end they reveal to him that yeah it was all fucking make-believe and you're a really nice guy and we all love you and we're sorry and then stuff like that it's a cool show i wouldn't say there was like a ton of moments where i was like oh this is fucking hilarious but it was good enough to the point where i'm like it was enjoyable the guy that they fall around like seems like a genuinely nice person of course they probably cut stuff out because i don't know how you would get through a lot of this stuff without being like that guy's a fucking idiot you know (laughs) like but um i was skeptical especially at the beginning because like james marston introduces himself and the guy's like oh um he's like no there's something about like they're talking about the movies james is in 
He's like, yeah, it was just in Sonic. He's like, oh, Sonic, that wasn't a good movie, huh? And he's like, like I don't know if you would say that to an actor you just met and like a, a celebrity that you're in jury with. It just seemed like something that they like a fed line to him. So I'm not a hundred percent convinced that it was all fake, and there's no way he would have said some of these things and responded to some of the, some of the situations. But overall, I thought it was pretty fun. What do you think, Steve? I didn't buy it for a second. Not for <laughs> like, a second. No, I it just it seemed too fake. Like that that line. It's funny because that moment in particular, eight episodes, that moment in particular stood out to me as being fake. Like it just didn't make sense. And then he's like, I watched it. Like he went home that night, watched Sonic. And then the next day, he's like, hey, yeah, I watched it last night. It was, it was actually pretty good. I don't know. It's just. It was weird. I, I personally yeah. wouldn't say that to someone. Like, well, Mondo, you were in that movie, Mondo? That wasn't good, huh? Like, mm, who says that? Yeah, it there's, a, there's some questionable dialogue in there that I don't think anyone would have said. It wrapped up a little too neatly. In my opinion, it just there there are moments that you would not believe at all unless you're a complete idiot. It's just I don't know the whole thing, re, like yeah. fake to me. Yeah, they pushed it quite a bit with some of like the things they got into. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't I would know. Really I would really like that. It's like true. Really it's fine though. It was like like I still enjoyed watching it, mm-hmm. but I never like believed it. <laughs> It'd be cool to see. I just want to hear all the excuses from the jurors when they're trying to get dismissed. Like that would be phenomenal as a as a jury duty type show. Like, yeah, so, wow, people are well, they, That's one of the parts of the episode too. Oh, like they it? managed, they managed, like they 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 hinge a major joke on him getting a reference to Family Guy and delivering the line they wanted to deliver. <laughs> so I was like, because yeah. I guess in Family Guy, um, Peter gets out of jury duty by saying he's racist. So yeah, one, of the, one of the quote unquote actors asks our quote unquote non-actor, like, hey, how can you get out of jury duty? And he's like, Oh, well, I saw in Family Guy that you can say you're racist. So in the scene where they're getting trying to tell the judge why they can't come, that guy's like, Well, uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a racist and I can't do jury duty. And then when they show the final episode, they replay that scene with the producers in the back, like, Oh, he, he said it. Oh my god, he, he said it. Like, yeah. So it's like, okay, I don't know. Maybe we're just jaded. It's a mockumentary. Yeah, maybe we're just jaded, but I didn't buy the whole thing, but I still thought it was old. Yeah, old as fuck. Ah, all right. Well, also, one more thing, one. Steve. Sorry, oh, oh, Mondo, shit, sorry oh, I interrupt you. Why would they show the audience things that the main character could not see? Yeah, right. Exactly. Because There's it was no shot like The Office, right? Where yeah. you're following kind of these characters, but it shows these off interviews and stuff. There's no point to that. Yeah, it's the point was to make it more of a show, but why would that? What if their intention wasn't that? Why would they show us that? Which exactly. Is like, hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of side plots going on that he wasn't even involved in, so yeah, there's no point to it. And it's weird. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I probably won't watch it then because I wanted it to be real, it's and because Cyclops be is in it. <clears throat> I'll just wait till a Secret Invasion, or whatever the hell that Marvel Avengers movie will be when Cyclops comes back. Um, so my next movie for the night was a fucking fantastic movie that I went to go watch with my kids this weekend, and that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Barbie. Turtles, oh. Mutant Mayhem. No, I didn't go watch that. My poor dad got suckered into that one. Um, but I went in kind of like, I don't know how I feel about animation and turtles. They tried doing that before. It wasn't that good. Um, the newer Ninja Turtles CGI ones wasn't terrible. Um, but also, it, it's really hard to replicate that magic from the original, the first two at least, because the third one, when they travel back in time, is just such a fucking wreck. Um, but 
Turtles, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem was a fantastic ride from beginning to end. The music choice, um, the actors, holy shit, dude. These kid actors who took upon these roles are so fantastic in there. Casting Ice Cube as the villain for this movie was hilarious. Um, I mean, his fly basically got the jerry curl look he did in uh, Boys in the Hood, which I thought was super funny. Um, and Carlo Esposito has a small role in the beginning, which is pretty cool. Um, but this movie just hit on every cylinder for me. So many iconic um, villains introduced, like Mondo, fucking Gecko or whatever, and Bebop, Rocksteady, Superfly. I mean, all kinds of cool shit. So um, if you haven't got a chance. Who's Superfly? Right, that's what he, that's, no, that's what he calls himself. Okay. In there. Um, the Baxter Stockman. Something happens. Something something happens. Well, there's a little different take on all that okay. too. So, right. um, which was really great. Like, if you haven't seen it in theaters and it's still out and available for you to go watch, like, go and watch it with your kids by yourself, whatever. I mean, I'm considering going again to see it. Um, and if you do go watch it in theaters, wait for the mid credit scene because it is worth. It's going to give you the ball tingle, and we all know how we love the ball tingle here. <laughs> so. Um, really good. Five out of five for me, easily. I mean, there's definitely there's definitely shot up to the top of the list for 2023. Very nice. Um, so for my second one, I'm moving over to television, and uh, I'm only halfway through, but I started watching Twisted Metal. Um, of course, based me off too. the PlayStation game. Now I'm I'm not like I'm only halfway through, so I don't you know know everything that goes on. But so far, I'm really enjoying it. It's it's a fun show. It's like you know, we, we talked about how we were kind of worried, especially the scenes that they had shown of um, Sweet oh, Tooth yeah. and uh, all that stuff. But it's actually a really enjoyable show. Uh, it took a little while to really get going, you know, like gore-wise and more stuff that you expect from Twisted Metal. But the last episode I watched, they brought up the gore like significantly. So I think uh, from now on, it's going to get pretty crazy. But it does seem like they're going to do the Twisted Metal tournament in season two um because i doubt they have enough time to do it right now but it's still an introduction to all the different characters from the twisted metal lore and uh yeah it's it's a good one people should check it out especially if you're a fan of uh, twisted metal because it's it's got a lot of cool references to things that you'll know from the game especially like characters and locations and stuff what's that on peacock How do you got... peacock uh peacock yeah some paramount you got Canada. another one or could i you, you got another one todd or could i piggyback off of that real quick Oh, no, go for it. I started watching it too, and um, I mean, at, at first, it kind of gives you. It takes a little bit of time, like you said, to launch. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the Anthony Mackie, I, I thought he's doing a pretty. I think I'm like two episodes in so far, um, so it's very early on. Stephanie Beatrice is in it uh, from Brooklyn Nine Nine and Kanto, um, and, and it just it's fun. It's it's crazy because. We, I think our first introduction to like a TV series video game thing was Halo, and that was okay. But first, with Last of Us came, and that just knocked it out of the park and set the bar super high. And then, like you said, we saw Twisted Metal, and we're like, this is gonna look like, you know, it's not a comedy. We want the violence. And so far, I mean, it's been such a good balance of both. Um, I love fucking Sweet Tooth. The minute that they introduced him, and then we, I think it was the second episode, we kind of get a little bit more of him um he's just he's such a delight he's so fucked up in the head so i i don't know i what is it eight episodes steve or is it six? 10 episodes but they're half an hour oh it's 10 oh, okay yeah. 
Yeah, so I got to get through the rest of them. Then I got I got eight of them left. But um, let me tell you, see Nev Campbell on screen or screen, scream and screen. Uh, gosh, she's aging gracefully. I love it. Um, she's definitely pretty cool in there too. And I can't wait to see what her character ends up doing or going because um, yeah, it's a uh, interesting watch so far. So get on it, Todd. Uh, got anything else, Mondo? I got just games to cover. <laughs> No, that's it for me. All right, I got one uh, more. Oh, go ahead. Um, I've been watching Futurama. They they revamped it. They brought it back. So I started from season one, and watched season one. It definitely takes a little bit to find its groove and get to where it needs to be, or you know, um, gets to the the right balance of comedy and and heart and things like that. But it's a fucking good show, man. And I can't wait to catch up and then get to the new stuff because I hear it's pretty cool. Nice. Bender. A lot of shows uh, take like a little while. Like The Office, season one wasn't great. Yeah, season um, one was pretty bad. Uh, Parks and Rec, same thing. It's like they need time to kind of develop their characters. Get and, the groove, yeah. Yeah, figure out like what what makes them tick, and then it gets really good. And Futurama was the same way. I remember buying season one on DVD, and I was like, ah, it's not great. But then I kept with it because, you know, he was Matt Grinding, so it just got better and better. You watched all of them? Is it? Uh, no, I stopped like maybe season five or six or something okay. like that. Because uh, that's the when cast? there's no streaming. Yeah, it is. The yeah. Cast. yeah. Um, yeah, there's no streaming. So I'd have to buy them on DVD when they came out. <laughs> and eventually. Uh, you remember those days? Going yeah. to like Suncoast and shit and buying. Uh, I have like Suncoast, the Simpsons, like season one to 12 or whatever. Like, yeah. And they and kept changing the collection. format of the fucking discs. Yes. Like, and that, it season, off yeah. like, no. season one to five is like these nice, like, fucking perfect boxes but then season six to like 11 it's the faces but on in this weird plastic and that didn't feel fit well on your shelf is like god damn it <laughs> yeah those are the days um, now everything's fucking streaming so all your collection means nothing <laughs> that's right uh so yeah wrong <laughs> to finish off my uh so I, I did tv i did movies now i'm moving on to video games really quickly i finally fucking finished vampire survivors oh. Got he all 192 forward. achievements. That I feel the like, game like has I gave offer. you like a gateway drug and you just yeah. fucking. Yeah, you did. Off. <laughs> yeah. But then I, I got, I popped that last achievement. I sat back, was satisfied, and poof, deleted off my sure, Xbox. Dude. Never again. I'm done. Like, I don't care if they I bring out more DLC. I'm, I'm done. That far. Proud of yeah. you. You unlock all the How many points is that? 1300 or so? Uh, like fourteen seventy or some weird number yeah. like that, um, which we'll which isn't a lot for hundred ninety two achievements. You know, it's it's kind of crazy. But anyway, so that's done. And the other one I want to talk about it's something that just dropped on Xbox. I actually used my uh, reward points to get it, and that is a um, it's an emulator called AntStream, which is uh, it it like has old games. I think they're up to eighteen hundred or something old games that they have from systems like Atari, uh, ColecoVision, uh, Arcade, NES, SNES, PS1, N64. And now they don't have like first party games. So you won't see like Mario or anything like that. But you you do get like these cool third party games that aren't available anywhere else. And what sold me on it is the library of old um, LucasArts games. So Monkey Island, Ooh. Indiana Jones, uh, Loom, uh, stuff like that. Just, you know, I was super psyched about that. Zach McCracken, uh, Zork. There, there's so many that I can't wait to dive back into. And after we did our indie episode, 
you know, I had the thought of wanting to replay Fate of Atlantis, which I remembered being yeah. like just the best, you know, kind of um, spin-off game that should have been, you know, the fourth movie. And now I'm going to get to play it because of this ant stream. And every Tuesday they add games to it. So I'm on their Discord. I check their list of new additions. And yeah, it's awesome. So the way it works what is... is, it? What is it cost? Yeah, so that's the thing. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure what the cost, the initial cost is. I think it's like maybe 50 bucks. Um, and then there's a $30 a year subscription to it, but you could also buy a lifetime subscription, which I believe is 70. Um, now I, I bought it in points, so it's tough to like, but that's why I think it came down to. So it might be a big initial investment, but if you buy the lifetime subscription, then you don't have to worry about it and you can play all these games that they keep adding to. And since it's on Xbox, you know, I'm not as worried that it's going to disappear because, you know, it's like illegal or whatever. So it is a legal emulator on Xbox. I really don't have enough time to play games half the time to, to get a freaking library that size. Yeah. Like, fuck. I mean, yeah, I'm good. I'll, I'll live vicariously through you as yeah, you play all it, these it's games. It's a good, so. like, like, lunchtime break. You know, like I played California games. I played Ninja Gaiden. Uh, I play Joe and Mac. Yeah, so it's like, it's just cool to relive kind of these old games from my childhood. I even went back to Atari and played Yard's Revenge the other day. So, you you play fucking Frogger, the old one? (laughs) No, not yet. Uh, And it's cool. They have like a service where you can send which games you like added to it. So I put uh, Lexi Cross, I put Berserk, and I put Jones in the fast lane. Which were games I'll I used put to play. Leisure, Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, that'd be a good one. They didn't, they didn't have any Sierra <laughs> stuff, but that would definitely be a, a cool addition because I used to play like one to seven. I played quite a bit. Uh, well, there's there no four, but other than that, uh, you know, one to three, and then five to seven. So good times. Here's our first. Here's our first sticker idea. Hashtag eight bit boobies. <laughs> 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 Oh man! Before All right. Anyone move, got anything else? Move on. No, I, yes, I was at a minor league baseball game. We've been going to a lot of them lately, and there was a group what of dudes. The same people, dude. <laughs> minor league is minor league is so much better it's than legit. MLB. It's so much better than MLB. You get balls constantly. You get signatures constantly. Yep. They acknowledge your existence on other like unlike yep. major leaguers. Although shout out to Mike Trout, I did get a ball from him a couple years ago, but that's like very rare, now, like to get attention from the the guys. But yep. no, anyway. Um, there's a group of dudes next to us that were me and him were like bouncing heckles off the third baseman from the rival, like Win City Boomers or whatever, because he dropped a fucking foul ball and it was easy play, whatever. But the <laughs> he said something that made me be like, "Are you guys from Canada?" And he said, <laughs> "Yep." He said, "Hey, third baseman, try to catch that ball, eh?" <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then it turns out he uh, they're a traveling baseball team, and his like sons or whatever were playing in America and. They were watching Fire League Evolve. I'm like, oh, cool. And they're from Toronto and shit. It was pretty funny. That's but awesome. they outed Steve? you with the hey. Yeah. I never said, hey, we do, we definitely say, hey, it's your boot that's that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. A is definitely Whatever. something we say. How <laughs> funny that we sit, you sit there watching this game and somebody's, hey, you dropped the ball. Hey, <laughs> you immediately look at over here like, I know that accent. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Toronto. So red. Toronto ends or something. Uh, what's next that's fucking we are going to trivia baby score 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 time bring them up let me let me bring them up bring it out bring it out all right quarter number three 
door. Mono and Todd tied at four apiece. Steve with two. Ooh. Oof. Let's go. I'll start. Let's go. I'll... Let's go. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's go. Danny Steve's back. Oh, the curse no. has been lifted. <laughs> I'm sick, so it's... Uh... I got zero on uh, the other show, so I'm probably going to get zero on this one, too. Uh, all right, first question. Spoiler alert. Good. Huh. Um, there are three movies that have Link starring uh, Brendan Fraser's Link at, as a role. Encino Man, which is the movie he's actually from. Son-in-Law, yeah. which we reviewed on this show. What is the third one? Fuck. I don't fucking understand the question. <laughs> So, so uh, the character Link, which is played by Brendan Fraser, appears, appears in three movies. Okay. He appears in Encino Man, which is actually the movie he's in, okay. uh, Son-in-Law, and then uh, what is the third one? What is that? Okay. Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure. Bogus Adventure is wrong. Oh, Bill and no! Ted's. Uh, excellent Adventure. <laughs> also <laughs> wrong. I was just fucking adventure? with you. It's actually Bogus oh. Journey. An excellent adventure. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I've seen those movies in forever. I said Bill and Ted. It doesn't matter. They're both the, wrong. It doesn't matter. You said, you said those movies didn't hold up, though, right, Steve? Like those no, guys really. Cool. I know it's it didn't yeah. hold up at all. I mean, I, I yeah, Bogus Journey is a little bit better, but when, that's when they I play love, Death, right, to get out of hell or something. Yeah, yeah, like board games, they play yeah. Death, but it's still. I know. One what day, about part three. I oh I hated part three. Hated I never it. watched it. Face the music is awful. That sucks. Yeah. That's tomorrow evening. And she's hot. Mm-hmm. The Easter Bunny so, scares the shit out of me in the second one. <laughs> yeah, uh, this guy's got another guest, or you you don't know. Oh, I was moving on to mine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I thought it was Bill and Ted. I don't know. Right. Monkey Bone. Wrong. Uh, I'm right. keep so, yeah. so, so the answer is in the army now. Oh, oh, the you guys are just he is he plays uh, you know, a military me. guy in uh, in the mess hall okay I should have known you guys were trolling me on that shit on discord I've... not too long ago alright <laughs> blu-ray Uh-oh. two yeah. young passionate magicians are friends and partners until oh. one fateful oh. night one second it's um, the prestige no no no, no 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 what is it prestige He's the Jack Jackman and uh, Christian Bale. Yeah. Christian Bale, yeah. Oh, what do right. you think? What's the? You thought it was like the Bert other Wonderstone? one, <laughs> the one with uh, Edward no, Norton. The... Oh, yes. Uh, what yeah. is that one? I don't think I've seen it. Edward, what? What the fuck is the name of that? I don't remember, but I know what you're talking it's about. It's like those. The, two, like the, the question. I... Yeah, it's, it's one of those like twin movies that. Uh... Yeah. I don't remember. Are these movies. The Illusionist. The Illusionist. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think I've never anyone seen it. No. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, it's been Prestige a is time. awesome. <laughs> Prestige was good. All right. Uh, I got some lazy questions tonight, so they may be some easy points for you boys. <laughs> right. Okay, let's see. <laughs> All right. Question number one. How many Twisted Metal games have been produced to date? Oh, Christ. Seven. Seven on the board. I'm going to go six. Six on the board. The correct answer is ten. Really? God, man. <laughs> was black was yep. black ten? That was the last one. Uh, remember what we used to like talk about black all the time? Like, yeah. It was like an yeah. ongoing Twisted joke on the show for a long black, time. Black, <laughs> black, black, black. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> ten of them. Okay. God damn. Ten of them. Yep. I remember Twisted Metal Black yeah. being pretty poopy though. Yeah, I, I stopped all... at like three. I think. Yeah, they need to bring it back. Two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, please. It would be cool. This, 
It might. With this, this show, show's got to elevate it, right? It's got yeah. to think so. All right. But give it to someone who can do cars, battle, right? Give it to, and give it to the burnout. Structural girl. environments. Yeah. That'd be cool. You guys ready? Guess the movie mm-hmm. based it- off the IMDb parental guide. Ooh. Sex yes. and nudity. Uh, okay. A large sign on a building says deep nut. Some may not understand this. <laughs> Women wearing it's bikinis are in a sensual position as a drink is poured over a woman's body in the close background. Ooh. Okay. I like it. Deep nut. Violence and gore. Jeff chases after like a bat and takes a giant bite into the animal. We hear a crunching sound and we see blood around his mouth. <laughs> okay. Profanity. 84 uses of fuck, Ooh, 19 uses damn. of ass, shit, and damn each. Cock is said twice along with tits, <laughs> goddamn. Only? Cocksucker yep. and Jesus. Yep. Bullshit That's is Jesus. said four times. Several uses of pussy. One use of piss. Alcohol, what drugs, and smoking. Thing? One of the main characters is angry because a bird robbed his jelly beans, which instead of being candy, are oh. actually drugs. Oh. Fuck. Oh, it's on the tip of my wiener. You ready for the last one? Yes. Frightening and intense scenes. Some animal lovers may find the panda scene disturbing, but the violence in the oh scene is presented God. in a more cartoonish fashion than the rest of the movie. What the fuck is this? Panda, deep nut, jelly beans. <laughs> and a whole lot of swearing. Two uses of, the, two uses of the word cock. <laughs> panda is it, a, is it Pineapple Express? Wrong. Ah, oh, fuck. Is it is it beer fest? Wrong. You guys get up. The fucking panda. Or the I mean, jelly bean. Yeah. Um. Right, oh guys, my gosh, it's right fucking there. You guys are done. Know. Uh, we do know it. The answer is Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Ah, fucking it is. Dickhead, fucking. What do you mean, you people? I'm the dude playing the dude. Who is the dude? <laughs> I like when, so um, what's his face? He's like, I will suck your dick. I will suck your fucking dick. <laughs> I'll swallow the gravy. My, 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 make my eyes right. <laughs> hey, it's the pecker. <laughs> fucking Tom Cruise. Oh, amazing, shit. that movie. All right. Blu-ray. Academy Award nominee Bruce Dern stars in blank. A sci-fi classic that journeys beyond the imagination. Botanist Freeman Lowell has spent eight years aboard the space freighter Valley Forge, preserving the only botanical specimens left from Earth under huge geodesic domes. When he receives orders to destroy the project and return home, Lowell rebels and hijacks the freighter while plunging the craft into the gaseous, 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 whatever, rings of Saturn. From that moment on, he has only the trees, the gardens, and two drone robots, Huey and Dewey, to keep him company on his greatest adventure of all. And I watched that recently, I think, too. What was it? It's a difficult one, so I will give you a, uh, some hints here. 1970s. Sci-fi movie. Sci-fi movie, 1970s. Mm. Referenced in... Incorrect. Referenced, which is 
1968, by the way, I think. Or 69. But anyway, referenced in Ready Player One movie. Oh. I already mm. When they're in H's shop, Parsifal shows yeah, a bunch of spaceships. Ah, yep. I don't Maybe. remember. Nothing. Give up, Mondo. Oh, I cannot think of the fucking name. It's going to make me mad. The movie is Silent Running. Mm. No, oh, I, I, I wouldn't have guessed that. that. <laughs> yeah. huh? I, I don't think I've ever seen that one. Yeah, no. Yeah. Is it good? Eh, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. But the ship is right. silent running, which is what Parsifal says in the shop. <gasps> Excuse me. Question number two of the night. Which video game movie am I based on the casting? I'm going to give you one cast member at a time. Okay. Feel free to jump the gun and guess. First cast member is Ian Glenn, who you may know famously as Sir Jorah Mormont. Okay. John Voight. Anaconda, anybody? <laughs> oh, Tomb Raider. Oh, he got it. My next one was Daniel Craig to try to throw you off. Yeah. It is 2001's Tomb Raider. Ugh, garbage movie. Ugh, it was, I, I it didn't was hate it. So bad. Not, not great, but I didn't I, hate it. One of the only movies I've ever walked out on. I had the poster. Wow. Room. Well, I know why you had the poster. Itself. <laughs> we all know why you have the poster. And it's not for Ian, all right. Ian or John Boyd. Uh, guess the movie based off the IMDb Did You Know section. Yeah. Did you know? Trivia. Despite being top billed, Michael Ironside's character of Lieutenant Colonel Stone neither appears nor is mentioned until halfway through the film. And then just for one brief scene. What was the name of that character? Lieutenant Colonel Stone. Lieutenant Stone. Okay. okay. Quotes. This is kind of a giveaway to me anyway. From now on, my little group of shaved scrum sacks, you will walk like me, talk like me, talk like me, eat like me, and until you yeah. win those games, you will be bald like me. Oh, fuck. Is it... um? Um, it's not. Is it major? Mm. Major pain. Correct. It's major pain. Very, very nice. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. that. So my, my, I was all military movies today. Yeah, I was trying to figure out your fucking theme. Yeah. In there, yeah, Michael, happy. Michael Ironside. <laughs> Even my wife texted me. Major pain. <laughs> She's not playing. <laughs> I love that fucking movie. I which was directed minute, by watch Nick Castle. Really? Nick, yeah, that's right. Was Nick Castle make, ten yeah. when he directed that? <laughs> Nick Castle, no, like, he, he was old when he did Halloween. It was off his fame of like, uh, Halloween. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Nick Castle, the black gentleman. <laughs> oh, that's no, Nick Cannon. Never mind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're like, what? <laughs> what? Did he have like twenty kids already? Yeah, he did major pain and hook. Nick Cannon from Drumline directed that. <laughs> <laughs> you will eat like me, walk like I love that fucking movie. <laughs> oh. All right, you're up, Todd. Blu-ray. Um, this movie is The Goodfellas on steroids. When an ambitious, uh, ambitious, sorry, when an ambitious group of personal trainers decide to chase the American dream, they get caught up in a criminal enterprise. Pain and that gain. Goes ho- 
Correct. Damn it! Fucking season five. I was, I was, I was thinking. I was thinking about it too. I, I, I had it, but I just wanted to be sure before. I, yeah, it's a good movie, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Or is it, is it Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, Wahlberg and, and, and the Rock. The Rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Why did I think Tony Tony Shalom? Is that his name? Yeah, Tony yeah. Shalom. Yeah. All right. My last question of the night is another: Which video game movie am I based on the casting? All right. Your first actor. Rami Malik. Next oh. actor. Okay. Oh. I, I think Michael, that I. Michael Keaton. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not the one I was thinking of. Your next actor is Emojin Hoots. Hoots. She's a babe. I've got two more for you if you want them. Yep. Your next actor, Dominic Cooper. I have one. I just don't want to say it until I'm sure. But I'm not sure <laughs> enough. All right. This last one's going to give it away. It's not the actor's name more than the character he plays in a show. Pinkman. It's a show? Oh, Driver. It is oh. not Driver. If Steve fucks up, then I got it. I fucked up. My bad. Pinkman. This is your conscience speaking. <laughs> you don't know it. Yeah. Hit, hit pass on it. <laughs> Steven, this is the curse. You're not even awake oh, right um, now. No, you don't know it. Need for Speed? Yes, fuck. Oh, he got it. Need for Speed. Dang it. I'm, 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 I'm driver. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah, driver is tonight. Yeah, no, he's uh, I, I remember he's Michael, Michael Keaton in that. I didn't either, but I checked the casting beforehand. He was in it, so that that threw me off. <laughs> that was a better was movie than to... I expected. I was just thinking about Gran Turismo coming out this month, so I was like, "Oh, let me throw a Need for Speed in there." <laughs> All right, give me the points, dude. I wanted to Steve know how bad we did. Came back with a fucking force. He leads six points. Mono five. Myself four. Oh Lame. no. Right. I will not get Zardoz this quarter. I will not. <laughs> oh man, you are so fucking getting Zardoz if I if I win. <laughs> no, I will not. I don't want to get Zardoz, uh, mom. Oh, uh, we still got a we still had a good ways to go, so uh, I'm pretty confident. All right, let's get into tonight's review, which is my game pick, Army of Two. Which hopefully we get a little bit of insight from uh, that your friend may have shared with us, Steve, since he uh, got to work on the game. I think you said it was his first one. Uh, nonetheless, Army of Two is my decision. It was developed by EA Montreal, published by Electronic Arts, and released March 6, 2008. A uh, quick little synopsis of the game itself. Two Army Rangers, Elliot Salem and Tyson Rios, uh, join up as uh, private military contracts for the Security and Strategy Corporation. As they undertake missions in Somalia, Afghanistan, Iraq, Aircraft carriers, China, and the USA, the duo begin to uncover a conspiracy that jeopardizes their lives. If that sound cool, thank you. I wrote it myself. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's been it's been a good minute um, since I've played this game. And I picked it because I thought I remembered it. And I played this game. And it was like a fresh playthrough because all but one mission, I did not I didn't recognize anything else. Um, but it's definitely a fun game that I, uh, or fun game that I've played in the past and enjoyed this time around as well. 
Um, but there are some things in here that didn't age too well, and there was definitely some really infuriating things that I'm like, how the hell did I not rage back in the days when I first played this? Uh, so to give you an idea, this game is split up in six different missions, thankfully all short. Um, roughly should take you about six and a half hours to complete, although I do think that I may have possibly finished this game in just under four hours um, because I told myself no collectibles, no searching for them. Um, but yeah, like I said, you take on the role of either Salem or Rios. You could co-op this game uh, via online, couch co-op, you name it. Um, but my initial thoughts, good to revisit, but I have a lot of strong opinions um, about where it's at now and looking back at it so many years later. But I'll leave it at that and kind of get your guys' first little uh, little tidbits on how you experienced this game second time around. Yeah, second time as well. Um, bought it probably close to day one back in the day. What was this? What release was this? 2205 or 206? 208. 2008. Um, yeah, and back then I loved it. Played co op with the buddy. Um, the sass back and forth between Rios the same was pretty good. This time around, though, man, I struggled with it, honestly. Um, yeah. The gameplay didn't really age that well. I didn't think it was funny at all. And uh, I fucking got frustrated, not because it was hard, but because <laughs> of fucking cheating fucking AI. AI, yeah. I cleared this area. What the fuck? I mean, I'm dead. So I'll leave it at that <laughs> for now. So great when I first played it. Not so much the second time around, unfortunately. Yeah, so this is probably my fourth or fifth time playing through it because, um, like I said, one of my best friends worked on all three games in this series, actually, uh, when he worked at EA Montreal at the time. And because of that, kind of all my friends got a copy of it. So we all played campaign, you know, with each other kind of thing. And it was the same thing. Like, I remember really liking it. And because there weren't a ton of co-op games, especially shooter co-op games like that back then. And, you know, Call of Duty hadn't really hit its stride yet at this point. You know, it's kind of around the time Modern Warfare came out. But before that, it was just kind of a so-so series. Uh, So this one was really cool. and. You know, the whole aggro uh, dynamic was interesting because it was unique for for its time. Uh, but replaying sure so it, whew, yeah, I struggled <laughs> going. I, I just, like, it was sometimes when I play the games like Vampire Survivor, you know, I had, I had a fun time playing through. But this one, I just, it was just like a job to me, you know, just let's get through it and finish it. And the second the credits started rolling, click off, out of, off my Xbox, never to be downloaded again. Uh, and I think one of the big problems with the game for me is that so there are only one, two, six locations six. in this film, in, sorry, in this game, and the first like three are super fucking boring. You know, you go to Somalia, <laughs> Afghanistan, and Iraq, and they all look the same. It's just like Correct. tunnels and like industrial like warehouses and stuff like that. It's just so fucking boring. Uh, later on, the ship is not too bad, but we've seen that a lot. China and the U.S. were actually pretty interesting, so it does pick up later in the game, but I struggled early on because it was just boring as shit, and there's a lot of things that frustrated me. I'm sure we're going to talk about those, but that's kind of like the gist of my feelings towards it. So the way I kind of want to break down as we go through it is there only being six missions. Maybe we'll just kind of go through each one real quick, um, and then we'll talk about like if you had a favorite weapon or what, what you ran into the most. So 
this game, which I really like because a lot of these games did back in the days, is they always start you off with like the tutorial, right? Like, hey, we're in basic. We're, uh, this is how you throw a grenade. This is how you do this, this, and that, which I forgot halfway through the game, like always. You know, oh shit, you can roll. I didn't know that till the last mission. Or how the hell do you co op snipe? Because I was used to having a real partner in the past where I didn't just yeah, say, hey, I never even had a sniper in this game. I got the RPG no? as soon as possible. Yeah. Oh shit. See, I got the sniper rifle, but there was moments that like, Hey, let's snipe these guys. And I was like, all right. And I did it like I thought you were supposed to, and it didn't work and all chaos ensued. But yeah, Somalia, it was like the intro mission where you're introduced to uh, Cl- um, Clyde, who dude, I did hashtag Clyde as a bitch. Clyde, dude. He's a fucking psychopath. Did you know, hey, you were in the military. Do you know any of these dudes? There was people were there that... Clyde's? No, there's not because like one of my gripes about this game is how fucking stupid it is. Like, uh, no offense <laughs> to any developers. That's not what I'm saying. Like, the story is just fucking awful. Yeah. Um, and Clyde's a piece of shit. He's a psycho. He's running around in combat zone. But you knew zone, it from the beginning, just right? Just jumping around. You knew it right from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And Clyde, like, parkour pierces that dude's eyeballs. Like, that's a fucking... I don't know. He's fucking weird. Fuck that guy. Yeah, but Clyde, it, it's kind of funny because... I don't want to say like, oh, you could see this coming, especially since it's the second time I play it. But I guess now with an adult eye, you're like, oh, they're kind of telegraphing you it. You can see it coming. On. Yeah, like <laughs> you already know Clyde's going to be a dick. <laughs> and then, hey, Lieutenant Colonel Braddock or whatever it was, um, you want to join up with us too? He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and you're like, okay. I kind of see where this is going. But um, after Somalia, you go to Afghanistan where you have, you know, you're, you're a private military contractor. So you're going out and doing all these contracts. And in between the game, you get these options of like side, side contracts. And I thought that was pretty cool. You I like that idea in the oh, game. Oh, like bonus, I, bonuses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like bonus money and stuff like, yeah. Oh, Hey, if there's a, there's a laptop around there. If you get it, we'll add extra money to your account. But let me tell you that Afghanistan mission, there comes a point where you have to disarm the missiles um, you go in like to this cave, and I was like, "Where the? F- I'm trying to go around. As soon as I go around, there's a. Handy, I did the exact same thing. And I'm like, yeah, and you can just and cut. you're playing. <laughs> Correct, yeah. but the thing is, is the thing is for me is like you put the difficulty on recruit, which is like supposed to be the easiest, right? But these motherfucker AIs are sniping you like they have the best accuracy in the entire world because you spend more time than not all in red trying not to die your blind fire works for the most part but when you go to aim i don't know about you guys but there's like a little delay and there's the ai just knew how to get away from you right away but i failed that for first mission like four or five times i had to google that shit because i said what am i doing wrong because i'm going all the way around trying to disarm this shit only to find out that you just gotta like walk up to it and press a and it disarms on its own um but you get introduced to the heavies, which suck because you can only take them out from shooting them in the back, right? So you got to distract. Playing with an AR partner. RPG, baby. I'll give them crit. Can you just one-shot them with the RPG? Yeah, or it fucking damages them severely and just nade them and they're done. Yeah, I, I did a lot of nading on them. But um, the AI, for, for what it's worth for your partner AI, isn't that bad. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool, but that's once you start utilizing the four commands you have like hold position regroup advance and all that stuff once you learn how to use that it's kind of makes things easier but afghanistan you you end up killing uh one of the terrorists muhammad al habib um who's like a flamethrower dude um i thought that was kind of like kind of cartoony type battle when you get to him but again this game is kind of over the fucking top um iraq like you said one second go ahead fuck 
the goddamn um, suicide bombers in Afghanistan. Oh my gosh, yes. What a bitch. Oh, I hated it. And so many games have that now where some, I mean, even like zombie games and shit, right? Where they come running up to you and they explode. The but bloaters. those characters just are ass. They're assholes, man, because you're sitting there. If you're back to back, you're good, right? Because you have like this extra immunity. Ugh. But when you're just by yourself, oh my gosh. But Dude. This um, introduces us to the stupidest fucking tactic of all time. It's back the to worst. Back. Let, let's get out of you cover like so we can go back to back. It's the stupid. These guys would be fucking dead a hundred times over. Like, yeah. it's a video oh, cool. game. They grouped up. They grouped up, guys. <laughs> let's just blast them. <laughs> I used to love that. Or they're parachuting in. The oh fuck! They're parachuting back. in. Let's just blast them. But I no. used to love that shit, dude. Oh, so because it so gives... dumb. But think, put it, put the 2008 cap on. Because that shit was revolutionary for us back then. We didn't really have that. So you have back to back. You have the cool thing when you when you get down, your partner comes up and drags you, and you can still shoot. Like I I love that shit. It was cool. Um, a little crazy now. Me, I'm down. <laughs> Come on, Salem. Who'd, who'd you guys pick to start off? Who'd you play as? Uh, the whole game? Rios. I played Rios too. See, I played Salem. Mm-hmm. So. Look at you guys taking the whole honor. Oh, I want to be the big guy. Yeah. Fuck. Let's just get some money, dude. What <laughs> happened to you now? Getting money. Shut up, you bitch. My personality, damn it. Um, Iraq <laughs> was a lot of the same. You go to the fucking base. You, you I was go so to fucking stupid that they lost a base to the fucking Iraqi army. Give me a fucking break. Go <laughs> on. Took that one a little personally. Continue. That never <laughs> happened ever, you, but continue. You free the, the lieutenant colonel only for his airplane or his helicopter to get blown out of the sky. Um, again, you're led to this whole throughout every mission. It seems like the conspiracy starts getting bigger because Rios is saying it. Hey, man, I think something's going on. Oh, well, no, you're just a conspiracy theorist. And he just keeps going on and on and on. Um, aircraft was the one level that I remembered. Stupid as fuck. You didn't like it? It's so dumb. Like no. What's dumb ter- about These it? fucking me. terrorists aren't some well-organized, well-oiled killing machine fucking <laughs> army. Yeah. They took. I don't care. They took over aircraft carrier. Oh my. Okay. They got whatever. It's it's so stupid. They could have done something different. It's a video game. I don't care. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it was so dumb. I just. I think when I got to the aircraft carrier, things started feeling a little chorish. You know, like every every uh, level has like six different elements to it. Um, and I felt like the first three missions were pretty well paced but as you got to like four five and six it got super fucking long and i felt it started feeling it in this one oh we got to do this we got to do that oh hey now you got to escape which those fucking boxes man i thought that i played enough games in my life that i can duck and dodge boxes and i'm trying to leave the uh, uh the yeah. aircraft carrier but god i got hit like 50 times in the in the traversal and stuff in this game man there was points where i was like where do i go what do i do because there's no little red line telling me what to do. There is, though. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. <laughs> not, not all the time, though. No, there was there was time, point in time where it's like you, you have to You can tell him to advance, though, first. and he would he would go to where you needed to go. And I, tr- and I tried that a few times, and he would just kind of like AI glitch. That motherfucker got so stuck on me one time. And it pissed me, me like the three fuck times. off, dude. The one, the yes. one, I think it's America, where you're going up the elevator. That guy was stuck, and I couldn't get him out, and I had to restart the whole fucking mission. Fucking piece well, of shit. What did you say when you uh when you, when you see piece of shit Clyde in the aircraft carrier working with the terrorists and you're like didn't see that out in the open they're just fucking on their Facebook. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're gonna pay for this. Like <laughs> I'm gonna get you, man. Let me leave yeah. my flash drive behind. Stupid bitch. So, the China Ugh. was like the 
second to last. That one, I love blowing up the bridge because I thought that was cool. But plot twist, you uh, thought you were assassinating one target. You accidentally assassinated a senator who was against a bill that was going to privatize military. So now you're a bad guy. They framed you, right? Um, but what I what did you use to blow up the bridge? I have my trusty RPG. Fucking sniper rifle, dude. Yes. Steve? Uh, probably the RPG. Oh, RPG. Yeah, See, you guys are smart, man. You guys are like, let's get right to the point. I'm going to trying to play all. Because I was trying to get through the game as fast as possible. I was like, <laughs> right. fuck this. <laughs> yeah, so then you get chased by the Chinese army. Um, you, what else did I put here? Alice gets kidnapped, who's basically your your girl on the Contact. radio giving you all your contracts and shit. Yeah, it's pretty so, dark, too, because um, she implies she was raped. I yeah, like, oh, I man, got that, they too. They went there? Like, what the fuck is this? Weird, I, I like the hovercraft for like the first for the China mission. Then you get what into the... this last mission. Except your guy can't shoot that well on it. And you're like, fucking shoot. No, just, you just could just drive past it. I'm like, fuck it. Mm. And I tried doing that a lot in this game. Where I'm just going to run past them. But once you get to this final level, USA, which is set in Miami loosely during a hurricane, which I thought that setting was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's the highlight maybe... of the game for me. <laughs> yeah, it was cool to do that. But gosh, damn, dude, like that mission was so frustrating because you're attacking the headquarters of the ssc the private military that you work for and i'm telling you these fucking ai have the most accurate fucking aim in the world i must have died like four times on this mission and i was like dude do i even want to finish it at this point because i'm getting so upset that this game should be easy it was made in 2008 like come on am i retarded well, that was, or that was the because... time too like even call of duties where you had to get past the invisible checkpoint for the art, the waves to stop. It was so fucking annoying. But even, yeah, the Gears of War, like, like Dong too. I don't know if you heard that. Like, yeah, it did. Like, bell, that every time uh, the enemies oh, are clear, right. it does that little like sound. Yeah. yeah. But see, I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, when you're doing, you're loading up your weapons, right? And you're gearing up, you have a, you have an option for your armor, right? And you got light, medium and heavy. So I figured, okay, light's going to give you more you're going to be able to run better medium's going to slow you down heavy you're going to be slowed down heavily but you're going to be able to take more damage no it's all cosmetic because you still get down the same so yeah because you would think um, it'd be like the enemies where you have to flank them and you'd be unstoppable but no no yeah and then you get so many of these fucking heavy guards with the yellow armor you've got so many of the red armor dudes and grenades being thrown hey Salem, I need your help. I'm down. I'm like, what? Well, you're the AI, dude. Cheat just like they are. What the hell is going on here? Um, but then you finally do you? I don't know. I don't remember the second games, but Clyde finally meets his ending. And thank God I killed Clyde early on on the last part of that mission because I didn't have to deal with the rest of the enemies because it went straight to cutscene. Um, I RPG did that, dude. Dude, I, I didn't <laughs> even know. I didn't even realize he was there. I, I like just no? killed him thinking he was just a regular dude. And then he's the just game standing ends, there, I'm like, he? the fuck <laughs> you kick his ass out the window after you like shoot him and he's down then yeah. you somehow kick his ass out right, the window right. i was like oh cool <laughs> i i just honestly as playing back in 2008 when it released it was fun because i co-opted it with my brother and i like the back-to-back i like the dragging i like the quote-unquote customization of your gun for some reason i thought it was more extensive and maybe that was the sequels that came out afterwards but playing it this time around dude through my eyes now like this game like you guys said like i i almost feel bad because it didn't feel as fun as it did before it was really like a chore and it was probably the shorter game that we played maybe 
Um, but God damn, I didn't really have any fun. Like I just sat there and I'm like, is it over yet? Is it over yet? Let's me see a walkthrough. How many missions are left? Like this is, this is crazy. But overall, I mean, it was okay to revisit it, but I don't remember. I don't, I don't like it as much now as I did before. That's for sure. Yeah. And the, whatever her face is like stupid half smile at the end. Right. Oh yeah. The, I was like, Alice, uh, am I evil? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe. man. I mean, sounds like we're all on the same page here. <laughs> Uh, I used the AK. I used the, it. Yeah, I used the gold AK that I blinged it out, put a shield on it, silencer, and just fucking around with that. Well, what's the benefit of that for blinging it out? Spending spend money, more aggro, more aggro. I, I get. Is that what you, it you had the money anyway? So who, who the fuck cares? Like, yeah. I care because I wanted there to be a reason for it, other than just being a show off. Yeah, games were I, different back then. I, you know, it's just. Yeah, it was. You're right. You know, yeah, if, if that game came out now, it'd cost like $10 real money to get a fucking patriotic Absolutely. mask, whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Well, <sighs> I like the masks. The masks were pretty cool. That's yeah. one of the, one cool of the cool elements cool. that I actually liked. Yeah. 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 What do you guys think I mean, of the, like, the feigned death and shit? Like, the... <laughs> I thought it was fucked up. It was like a fucked up element, especially if you're playing with someone else. I, I, I do it by accident ago. once in a while. Like, I've like, tried to do the art. Yeah, the super mode or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Right, oh, fall over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, damn yeah. It. That happened a lot too. Yeah, it's funny to try to do the two... overdrive. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand and eight, around this time, was Gears of War as well, right? First uh, one. Two thousand seven is Gears of War, but yeah, it's like close. But so Gears of War was out already. So why, yeah. in a game that kind of relies on cover based shooting, do we not have genuine cover based shooting? Because there is no click A to get up and close to this box. It's like mm-hmm. just kind of run through it and then you kind of guess. There was yeah. no, there was no shoulder swapping for the most part. It was right. just kind of because gears is I mean, did it better. Right? No, gears is so good. Like, yeah, gears is amazing. I mean, it's just I hate it because I really love this game as a as a teenager and now as an adult I'm like, what the fuck the, did I? What did you, I like? You know about what was it? frustrating too? Um, so the overdrive, right? We just talked about. So you oh, go kill. into super slow mo, and then you can kill everyone yeah. really easily, oh, right? Oh, 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 but oh, your fucking yeah. partner doesn't go into slow mo, so he's running no, he ahead runs and killing everybody. And I'm yeah. like, I want to kill some people. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! And by the time my overdrive is over, like I didn't kill anyone. I'm like, God damn it! The, yeah. It was the so controller felt a little clunky, man. The controller felt a little clunky. The the um settings like i like the miami one at the end because i thought that was cool i am a little biased towards the aircraft carrier because it's the one that i remembered but like all the other missions were just plain they were just vanilla like for 2008 like i'm like i'm sure there's better games out there visually like that made you be like oh that's cool well i mean we played this dead space and that's the same era and that game fucking rocks yeah but they yeah but that game also gave you a lot with the music i I can't yeah, I can't tell you that there was any music in that game that really got me going or pumping or there was no atmosphere for me that really just hit me differently. I just felt like was there even music playing in the background because all I heard bullets the whole time, you know. And what I did like, like generic though, action music, yeah, yeah, it was generic. Correct. What I did like, and this is total cheese ball, is the fucking cutscene um, animations and stuff. Like I don't know, it just took me back to like Saturday cartoons with these like. <laughs> overly buff guys and one with an emo haircut <laughs> we're just like oh yeah we're on a mission hold on we're getting a call da, 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 da. like you smacked the shit I've, out of them correct when, yeah. they were in the, when they were on the train in north korea or south korea or whatever and that big buff guy comes and end up fighting like 
I love this the uh, the cinematics in that game. And I like that shit was probably the best part for me because everything else, I was like, that's it. It's over. He just killed a guy and roll roll credits. Kick his ass out the window. Yeah. I think the the story is interesting. Um, like I didn't like the whole Clyde betrayal thing because that was always obvious and dumb. But the whole like debate of whether or not you should privatize the military. I thought they were going somewhere with it, but they don't go there far enough, mm-hmm. in my opinion, that uh, to make it interesting. You know, uh, the they should have had, <laughs> yeah, right. But, but they should have had uh, like a moral debate about it and make it a little more like feel a little more weight to it than just kind of a side story that doesn't really ultimately matter. Yeah, like you serve for your country, you serve for money. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, this the... this should have been almost like a Spec Ops type situation where Spec Ops it, dope. Spec See, that's, that's, that's a great, great game right there. Where, where they pick. really like have weight to the decisions they make, and that's that's the problem with this game. It's too like surface, like kind of generic. Yeah, you know? it was just meant to shoot and kill. Basically. Yeah, it was like, it was hey, like, I grow. That's our thing. So, hey, two two players, I grow. I did like Let's that really though, because to me, to me, aggro was like really like that's what got me. That's one of the highlights of the game for me back when I first played it was, oh, shit, like I could distract and take all the attention away from my partner while they flank them and stuff like I thought that was cool. Now, again, 2023. And I'm like, really? Hurry up. I just walked right past you and you didn't even see me and all these. um What do they call it in Gears of War when he's doing the fast run on his fucking rodeo run like rodeo run? Yeah, the rodeo run. Uh, roadie <laughs> rodeo run um that that's taking place all over this game man the ai all you see them is like fucking crab running throughout the whole fucking yeah. game <laughs> they so, are yeah. yeah the biggest thing yeah. for me was like the inconsistency of the ai like you'd be sometimes they would just disappear and you're like yeah what the fuck happened or they like spawn behind you or like i don't know man yep. it was the level design was pretty awful sometimes or there maybe not the level design but the bullets- spawning design few times there's bullets coming through like rocks and stuff and still hitting me and taking me out i'm like what is going on i'm yeah, doing the they, same thing i had a sniper rifle they were fucked oh you were fucked yeah <laughs> you were two shots <laughs> and you're done yeah yeah but i mean there's not much more to add to this other than you know at the end of this game um once you supposedly kill clyde um they end up leaving the contractor they're working for and they start their own, which coincidentally they call trans. the trans world operations or two for short. Um, it's just such a cheesy. And then they winked at the camera. Yeah. Doesn't she smile at the end again? She does that stupid little they call smirk. Her? Yeah. Yeah. Because they want her. She does a smirk twice, once <laughs> before the end mission and then one in the epilogue. And you're like, I wonder what's coming. Is she going to, I can I'll tell you what's coming. They're raw dogging her when they get back to <laughs> Oh, shit. Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah. This game, definitely playing it before now. Obviously, if you haven't seen that point from me or heard that point from me enough this episode, uh, completely night and day. So um, for me, my final thoughts is cool to revisit. Definitely not the same nostalgia it had before. Um a lot of the things that I loved before, I hated this time around. Um, thankfully, it was short. I mean, it said six and a half hours. Like Thank I said, God. I think I beat it in just over four. Um, but this is probably one of those few games that I've played. I would rather play Angry Video Game Nerd again um, than this one. Yeah. So thankfully, we didn't have to pay for it because it was on Game Pass. But it was definitely a chore to get through for the four or so hours I played. Um, and because of that, I gave it a two out of five. 
I am right there with you. I was going to go lower. I don't know. It's like I fucking hated the experience, honestly. Like it's not it's not a terrible game and maybe it's cuz it's just been a ton of time since we played it originally, so it's Yeah. like we played a it, maybe too. It doesn't help. It doesn't hurt that it don't no, it doesn't help that we played like Gears of War 3 for the show. Yeah. And that's like Yeah. A bunch a of other good games. vastly Yeah. superior, but like a same kind of like cover system, right? But um, I'm gonna go lower. I'm going to one and a half out of five because I just I just dreaded playing it, and it was a task that I just had. To, All right, let me get through this. And then when I die, I get fucking super frustrated. But like I said earlier, it was like a four when I played it when I was a kid, but Yeah. one and a half now because it's just like, oh boy, I, That I'm was rough. definitely not gonna play two and three. Yeah, I, I'm a bit higher than you guys. I'm a two and a half. Um, like I, I didn't hate it. It's definitely more of a chore than I expected, and I do have fun memories of it. I think there are some cool st like things in the game and everything. So, I still think it's a passable game. Just it didn't age well. You know, it's just one of those things that happens with. things that we played you know 15 years ago and then all of a sudden we're playing it again and some things age better than others and this one didn't i think this one is better as a relic in the past and i wouldn't recommend people revisiting it so yeah two and a half out Yeah. Unless of five you want to play it, it's on Game Pass and free. that's right <laughs> yeah it's an, what it's about an a indie remaster? game Enjoy Would you it. guys would you guys be interested in a remaster? remaster Oh, no dude, that's all okay. i'd like to see a sequel like a fourth one I'd be down if they retouched it up to There's just it's just not interesting enough to remaster to me, they you would know, have to like they'd have to remake it upon yeah, a certain and amount at that of time. point I'm just down make for a new that. one, you know. Yeah. Like they come out of retirement and wreak havoc, I don't Or know, even something. well, I don't think that'll work because in the games, uh spoiler alert, uh Salem goes evil in the third game and he supposedly gets arrested or some shit. So um but no Video it'd be games, good to they'll see figure like it a reimagining. out. Yeah, it's video games. Uh, it'd be cool to see something updated with new gen consoles. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. I'd give it a shot. But Steve, what was your loadout if you don't mind me asking? Because I know Todd had the AK, the RPG, and probably didn't give a shit about a second I, variant. I don't even But remember. It's some kind of assault no, rifle, okay. uh, the RPG, and um, <laughs> uh, I had a sniper rifle as well. yeah, I got, uh, I got that forty-five I out though. That that was pretty good. So I don't. the Deagle. Yeah. Well, not the forty-five, I but had the Deagle. the. I had the Felon 12 and the P90 as my secondary, but I don't think I ever used my secondary throughout this whole fucking game. It was just mainly the pride. And the, and the ammo pickup was weird because there's times where I had like 30 bullets left and I'm like, there's no ammo pickup area. You know, like what happens when I run out? You're going to force me to use my secondary that's superiorly weak? I'm like, nah, I'm good, dude. So, um, But like we said, I mean, the game just hasn't really aged well, but that can do in part to the 15 years. Elapsed since we last played it and all the good games that have come out since then um but like we said it's on game pass if you want to give it a try um but with that being said that's pretty much our review for army of two um steve you have next pick man for I do. for game so uh take it away what are we playing All right. Uh, I want to punish you guys some more. <laughs> you know, like, oh shit so one of my most controversial gaming opinions, I would say, is that I never liked GoldenEye on N64. Uh, I always What? thought it was a piece of shit game, even back in the N64 days. Even multiplayer, you didn't like? No, I never liked it. Like, it just... I loved it. So, uh, you know, Microsoft recently re-released GoldenEye on Game Pass. So I think that 
it's time to see Uh-oh. once and for all was i wrong or am i totally right about this game you're so wrong. spoiler alert you're wrong golden eye 007 uh the n64 port over Oof. on xbox but i'm adding a little twist to the episode Ugh. <laughs> because um it's a movie it's a game based on a movie i think we should do a double feature and also watch golden eye uh so we i'm down dude. have some james bond james bond's love on this show we haven't really talked too much about uh james bond on the Say show ya, so i can't breathe there you go double feature golden eye movie and video game that's dude, my pick. you're gonna make my you made my night because I was feeling pretty low talking about Army of Two, and then you got to bring my fucking powerhouse that is Goldeneye. Did you dude, guys play it? The... Yeah. Oh my god, dude! We had tournaments at my grandma's house, four players versus Slappies only, one <laughs> shot, one kill. Like that shit was fun back in the days. I don't know how it's aged either, but we'll find out. I will at least. Not well. I played it on Game Pass when it dropped. <laughs> oh my god! So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to actually try to beat it now. I mean, it was, I remember it being okay on N64. I mean, I, I yeah, can't imagine it Yeah, that was fucking 30 better, years ago. <laughs> yeah, but if it stays the same, I'm not going to hate it as much. So Yeah, but you're right. used, eh, we'll, we'll, we'll save it. Yeah, we'll, we'll save, save, I think it'll be an interesting couple. discussion, at the very least, to talk about our N64 days and this game in particular that uh, i'm about to i'm about to pull out my n64 with the fucking game and play it on there <laughs> just do that <laughs> yeah, might as well yeah. with the with the worst controller ever play oh fuck i hated the n64 controller it's not the worst ever <laughs> i mean I, i've played shit uh, that looks like a fucking phone that <laughs> you know like uh like yeah. ColecoVision and stuff that were just absolute gar- garbage but n64 of was easily one of my least favorite controllers ever just oh Ugh. what a piece of shit well, I can't wait because that movie and that game hold a very special place in my heart. So, hopefully, not unlike Army of Two, I hope it doesn't break it. So, when's the uh, last time you saw time? the movie? Yesterday. Oh, dude, I watched. <laughs> I might have seen it maybe last year. Last year, maybe. Uh, I, I haven't watched it since like around this time of the game coming out. So it's been this like was, twenty this years. This is the first one with Pierce Brosnan. This was like a huge yeah, yeah. gap between yeah. the last one with Connery, I think it was, and or Roger or whoever it was, and then introducing, and we got fucking Ned Stark in this shit. So <laughs> yeah, I'm excited already. Fuck. Nice. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, we appreciate it all. Hopefully, you liked our review of Army of Two. Hopefully, you're looking forward to Goldeneye as it comes up on our. Uh, next show but before we play that game and watch that movie todd i believe correct me if i'm wrong you picked the movie gamer which is what we're reviewing on the very next show in two weeks correct right yep gerard butler maybe that's why i watch playing because maybe you got gerard butler, gerard butler, butler on, you know yeah i watched 300 <laughs> yeah. man yeah oh, is dude. that's the best one yeah yeah well we'll catch you guys on the next episode have a good night Bye. Bye.
Now, we've been through these tactics a hundred times. And I know you're not always going to get them right. But that's okay. <laughs> that was genius. That's why you have a partner to keep an eye out for you. When you're out there, you need to focus on one thing and one thing only. Teamwork. Now we're talking. I'm driving. F*** you, I'm driving. You want a piece of this, huh? Come on! Give him everything you've got! Because out there, that's what makes the difference. Yeah, I think you really hurt that truck. Get behind me and shoot! Oh, that's clever. Who do you think you are, f*** MacGyver? Between winning... That's how we do it. Yeah. ...and losing. Ain't that right, Salem? Uh-huh. Salem! Uh -huh. Sorry, we were out kind of late last night. Um. <laughs> <laughs>